Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. They sit down and he's like, watching you walk away was the hardest thing I ever had to watch. Mentally, when he said that, I was like, have you not seen Schindler's List? I know. Probably that, not. That was, that was more my thought. Do I was you think like, Colton's ever seen Schindler's watched? List? Honestly, no. <laughs> no. No. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Last night on The Bachelor finale, part two, we saw a love story unlike any other. Colton's journey came to a surprising conclusion. I mean, romance, passion, intimacy, the decision to just date instead of getting engaged at the end of the show. It was so romantic. It was really a bachelor first, a journey we all went on together. Roll Tide. And now, Air Supply. But for real, we're not cutting to commercial break. We're not going to give any really drawn-out toasts, although we could. And maybe and, and we will we, later. Maybe we will later or in you know future future episodes. But here to talk about what the hell happened last night, we are joined by one of our very favorite guests, actress Erin Dark. Hey, guys. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> we, beg, we begged her to come back. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to talk about whatever happened last night. It was a real grab bag. Um, and as as I hope you all remember, because it was two days ago, um, we left on a cliffhanger. Uh, Colton had just broken up with Tasha and with Hannah G and was on his way to Cassie's suite to knock on her door and tell her that he wanted to fight for their relationship. And then apparently that was just wrapped up in a nice little 10 minutes. Emma yeah. thought the show was over. I mean, no, it was like I wanted it to be over. I was like, wow, she this was is like, she a fooled great herself. ending. I was like, this is a great ending. I'm on board. I love it. Let's, like, move on. I definitely had a moment where I just, like, looked at the TV and I was like there's so much left of this what's gonna happen I was like I feel emotionally satisfied by this conclusion and oh look at the clock there's just an hour and 50 minutes left to ruin it and uh, they got close yeah so basically Colton knocks on her door um, 
he says, I didn't want it to end the way that it ended. I wanted to have another conversation. And she's like, great. And they go outside to talk and on she's, a bench. She's clearly like very confused and a little bit in shock that he's there. But she can't be too in shock because there was already a camera in the room. Right. I think she <laughs> knew someone was going to talk was to her. Happening. But yeah. I think she did not expect him to come in and sit down with her, which he does. Yeah. I and think that what she thought was happening, because we did see some of this footage, was that they were filming her talking about leaving the show. Right. Yeah. So she was like packing up and being like, I'm really ready to move on. I'm excited to see my family. I hope Colton's happy out there. He's cool, I guess. <laughs> He's a, a man. He's someone, a man that I'll always hope is really happy engaged <laughs> to someone else. Um, but instead, he's there. Uh, like Hannah G expected what happened to her. But he actually goes after bummer. Cassie. Yeah, oh, poor Hannah G. Poor Tasha. I mean, they're fine. They looked great. Yeah. Uh, but Cassie joins Colton outside and uh, he comments on her nice white shirt and boyfriend jeans, which seems to be her go-to look. Just a lot of white tees, white long sleeve shirts. Cassie's look is like mom jean chic. Like, it's the sort of thing where you see someone like Cassie wearing it, and you're like, yeah, I could pull that yeah, off. Yeah, you're like, Normcore yeah. is it looks a so thing. bad. If I wear a white crew neck long sleeve tee Disaster. and loose jeans, no oh, one no, is no. like, wow, girl. You, you look yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> People are like... You look disheveled. <laughs> They're like, yeah. are you okay? Yeah. yeah, that's like when I like walk out and my boyfriend's like, cool outfit. <laughs> um, yeah, so he really means it. He thinks she looks beautiful and everything because she does. They sit down and he's like, watching you walk away was the hardest thing I ever had to watch. The hardest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just started thinking about how people are always like, hate to see you go, but I love watching you walk away. And then oh, I was ooh. like, why am I thinking about that right now? See, I was like mentally when he said that, I was like, have you not seen Schindler's List? I know. Probably that, not. That was, that was more my thought. Do I was you think like, Colton's ever seen Schindler's watched? List? Honestly, no. 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 But uh, he must have watched some sad movie, right? <laughs> I don't know. People on this particular season of The Bachelor, there are a few like very hard traumatic stories, but also a lot of offhand comments from various players that make me think that that they have seen very few of the quite ordinary sad things that happen. Right. Like breakups. Like breakups. (laughs) Yeah. Like Colton's dad was just like, how do we deal with this? Like, I don't even know what a breakup is. Like, I've never seen one. I've never been around (laughs) one. Uh, Don't think Colton should have ever had to have one. Um, so, So he tells her that he had to sacrifice and give up everything. Which, by the way, just meant two other women. Which meant two yeah. other women. Yeah. He had to give up his sister wives <laughs> um, to come after Cassie. But she does look genuinely shocked in this moment. Yeah. Like, she cannot. Yes. And this is not the person on this show who has trouble completing their sentences, usually. And she just has nothing to say at first. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. She she is clearly very shocked and, like, covering her face a lot with her hands. She does seem to be smiling, but I can't tell if, it's if she's nervous, happy smiling. or nervous. She's very hard to read, I think, because she has no idea what she's thinking herself. Which she admits. Yes. Um, and he says, you know, Tasha and Hannah were two women who would have given me everything I wanted, but they weren't right for him. And he just Ugh. wants a second chance, not marriage, but just a second chance with Cassie to take it day by day and figure it out. I want everyone to remember how much he emphasized in this conversation that there would be no pressure 
and they would just be taking it day by right. day. Which is why I was like, great, this is the end. How romantic. I love yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he keeps being like, relationships are, she's like, oh, I don't want you to to give up the engagement at the end when other women can offer that because you would resent me down the line. Which was a really fair point. I, I thought, thought that was a good yeah. point. Yeah. And he says, no, that's what a relationship is. It's compromise and sacrifice. That's what you do when you love somebody. Like, I'm not going to, like, hold that against you. Um, and she asks if he's 100 percent sure. She sa- he says yes. Um, and he says, you know, I did this to, like, show you that I really choose you, that I really love you. And I wanted you to see how much I would give up. And, like, there is something about this that was so refreshing that he was – the things that we often sort of wish were more on display on The Bachelor at toward the end, he actually is showing. He's like, this isn't all on my terms. Relationships are a conversation a, a about street. what both people actually want. I'm not here to, like, make an ultimatum. I thought that was nice. I agree. Yeah. I Yeah. I actually enjoyed this part. Um, Some people did point out that, like, there was inevitably, just by virtue of the structure, an element of pressure. You know, they're on film. Is she going to reject him again? Um, But I also don't want to discount her agency in this. And I think she did express pretty clearly in this conversation that, like, again, that she was not going to be able to give him the things that are usually prescriptive on a show like The Bachelor. Um, And I, yeah, I found this part, again, I thought it, like, could have ended. I thought this was a really sweet moment. And also in the real world, just because someone wants to be with you and wants on, like, is willing on paper to do the things you want, if you don't want to be with them, then that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So Colt, it, it, like, makes sense to me that Colton would want to go to Cassie and say one more time, this is the situation I still have feelings for you. I still want a relationship with you, and I'm willing to meet you where you are. Um, And that, to me, feels perfectly okay. Like, I don't take issue with him asking again. Yeah. No, because it didn't – it's not like he barged in and was like, I want you. You will do this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, there's something just so – naughty about the gender dynamics of this show that makes it really hard to parse any conclusion because in a way this this conclusion is a sort of giving of power back to a female contestant and allowing her to set part of the terms of the relationship uh rather than it having you know having her just waiting to be chosen right but on the other hand you know there is that concern that you know, being like worn down or chased by a man is also problematic. And it's true that we probably wouldn't see that happen if the genders were reversed. But also that partly would be because I think there's a lot of pressure from both, you know, more conservative uh, ways of thinking and from more liberal ways of thinking that it's like that it shows a lack of self-respect for women to pursue a man um, who has not like chosen her. Right. Um I feel like it's very hard to untangle all these things because um, there isn't like an easy way to subvert. It's it's all it's all knotted up in in our yeah, societal in patriarchal norms and expectations, and it's a exactly. manufactured situation as well. Yes, right, which complicates everything. Yeah, 
Right. Like I kept watching. I was like, what what do people want really? Like if if your boyfriend breaks up with you because, you know, he heard you say once that you always wanted kids and he doesn't want kids. But you're like, I really don't feel that strongly about kids. And uh, I'd rather rather give things another chance. Is it manipulative to go after him and say, like, let's have another conversation about this? I think you're allowed at least one to two other conversations about it. If you go past that point, if a person has said no to you two to three times and you keep going. Then it crosses a line. It becomes a situation where you are truly not listening. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are willing to put yourself out there and understand that there is a possibility you could still not get what you want when you go and have that second or third conversation, Yeah, then that's okay. And the amount of crying that Colton did beforehand <laughs> allows me to believe that he was not 100% confident it would work. Yeah. I think he talked himself He was projecting thinking, confidence. Right. Yes. But I don't think he actually yeah. was convinced. Um which he shouldn't have been because by the time she did leave, she sort of was saying the right decision for me is to leave. Yeah. And that should have given him a lot of pause. I hope that it did. Um, but her reaction to this whole conversation is sort of shocked but also sort of happily surprised. Um, and she seemed to be excited that there was this other option that perhaps she hadn't considered opening up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he broke, quote, broke the rules of this show. This is not a thing we've ever seen. So understandably, she didn't expect it. Um, I honestly couldn't tell, though, if she was like happy that he came back and was like, I'm like, I'm willing to meet your terms or if she was just like, holy shit, I'm so complimented by what you've done. Right. Yeah, it was. That was, was very hard. Very she hard was definitely flattered. She we was know definitely that flattered. <laughs> But I couldn't tell how much of it was either one. Like, I having someone that into you, I'm sure, is a very compelling thing. And I couldn't tell how much of her being like, okay, let's move forward was... It is certainly yeah, intoxicating when, when someone projects um, that much onto you. When you, like, you can feel really good and built up by another person. Especially I, because Cassie seems to have this sort of porous sense of her own desires and, like is easily infected by what she's hearing from other people. Right. So if she's hearing from her dad, you're not it sounds like you're not really in love. She starts to be like, I guess I'm not really in love. And when she hears from Colton, like, what we have is so special that I gave up everything. These other two, <laughs> two women. women. Now I have zero women in my life because of you. My mom's gone. I don't know what's happening. Um so she hears that and she starts to be like, what we have is special. And so usually we don't really see her, like, full-throatedly reacting to anything. We just see her sort of being like, is my mind being changed from what I thought it was made up as being before? Like, am I changing my mind right now? Um, And eventually she, like, kisses him and is like, all right, I'm so confused. (laughs) He's like, God, don't say that. Um, she, uh, but she's sort of like, okay, let's like, let's give it a shot. Basically, uh, he tells her that he wants her to meet his family, and they're waiting in Spain, in Majorca. Um, yeah. So she is gonna go with him and uh-huh. meet the family. Yep. Uh, this I didn't realize was gonna happen. <laughs> no, I don't no. know why I didn't think it was gonna happen. I guess they would have already 
had, had the them. two final dates set up, they would have had all of these things that they were supposed to be filming right. that were cut short. So I guess they were like, well, we got to get something. Right. His family's already His family's here. in America, <laughs> yeah. And they're expecting to meet two beautiful women. And this is where the narrative started to take a turn that made me frustrated. So the next thing we hear from Chris Harrison is, will Colton's family ever be able to trust Cassie? And I was like, yeah, I think probably, like, the day could come when they could forget that she once broke up with their son, who she'd been (laughs) dating along with 30 other women for, like, two weeks. I think they might be able to forget that Yeah, like, I certainly hope so, or else that says something about them that isn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do think this is why families should not be super involved in dating. I think that they, they can't let things go. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, because they don't see any of, like, the good stuff. Yeah. They just are, like, worried parents. Right. Yeah. They hold grudges on your behalf yep. forever. <laughs> um, so we head to Mallorca. No better place to be for the final chapter of Colton's journey. I will say I was in Majorca just a few months ago <laughs> and it was doing a little beautiful. Recon. Yeah, I, it was I went there because I knew that you know, I hoped I would see Colton. That was I why. I think Majorca is where Love Island is filmed. It is. Yeah. Oh. Also, weirdly, now that I'm thinking about the timing of this, you probably I were was there. in Majorca like mere weeks before <laughs> Colton. <laughs> I was I watched last night's episode with two people who had never watched The Bachelor before. And so there a was real a moment crash course. after he like introduced Majorca where my friend just went, Is this scripted or does he really like Majorca this <laughs> much? I mean, yes. Uh, it's scripted. Yeah, it really, is scripted. That part scripted. is scripted. Uh, but also, he could also Majorca's like it awesome. that much. Yeah. It's stunning. And like there are a lot of really crazy cliffs with insane vistas. Yeah. But it's already turning into this narrative of, like, Colton being like, I can't wait for Cassie to fall in love with me. Could happen today or at least definitely this week. Like, yes. it's coming. And it's like, Colton, you just convinced her to take it one day at a time, like, yesterday. No, but it's like the second she was like, okay, I'll try again, I feel like some for real white boy confidence yeah. came over him in a way that he was like, great, this is happening. Like, yeah. She's 100% going to fall in love with me She'll be in love with me. Yeah, yeah and that's when, when I say, like, this is where the narrative sort of frustrated me. That's what I was referring to. Like, I thought what was so genuinely cool and romantic and different about the beginning of the episode is that it completely broke from this form where there is this enforced timeline and where right. there is an expectation that on the, you know, that there should be a specific moment mm-hmm. that if only you, like, complete these steps, someone's feelings will turn from falling to in love. And, like, as we've discussed a lot, that is not a real thing. <laughs> but he's back um, on schedule now. He's right. He's got and Cassie so, back on the, the, the conveyor belt to love. Yeah. Now, instead of an engagement, it's like, she better fall in love. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and understandably, this makes her nervous. Yeah. Well, it's so clear that as soon as he got back on the show... Um, at like, and she got back on the show that the producers were in their ear again. Oh yeah, being oh, yeah. like, you said you guys were going to take it day by day, but don't you really just like want to know if she's in love with you? Like, when would you be ready to like need her? To, when when do you feel like you'd need her to be in love with you? Like, when do you think it might happen though? And so he starts talking about the the narrow bachelor timeline again really fast. Um, but first they're meeting his family. And at Colton bursts onto the patio to see them and shouts, my family. My family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, I, I didn't even hear the my. I just heard family. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I, between uh, Colton and The Bachelorette, which we'll get to later. There sometimes is this feeling that the show is just getting distilled down to this like futuristic parody of itself where people are just like <laughs> women family <laughs> objects that are part of the bachelor world that Gross. I'm pointing at um, so he sits down with them and he shares that he is no longer a virgin and then he pauses for like way, way too long so they're like they I all guess it's not react. a joke and they're like cool yeah, yeah. we called it yeah, yeah Connor yeah. thought that, that this would happen yeah. for sure. Congrats. And he's like, just kidding. And they're like, like, oh, okay. hilarious, son. <laughs> Terrible joke. Oof. I don't understand why he thought that was a joke. <laughs> he needs to remember that his family has not been privy to all of the virgin jokes. They have literally right. no idea what's been happening with him for several months Right? They're, they're like, oh, we're still talking about the virgin stuff? I thought that was like a weird hometown. <laughs> yeah. thing, but we're still talking about it. Great. Um, wait until they see this. So uh, he says, fantasy suites did change everything for me. You're expecting to meet two women, but there's only one because Cassie broke up with me and then I broke up with Tasha and Hannah. His mom's now, just everyone's like, doing oh, the math uh, here. How uh, is there one okay. woman left? Yeah, they're all just – his mom's face is like, dear God. <laughs> he says, I went from 30 to zero and now to one. So much math on this so season of The Bachelor. Math. Um, it's always the same math problem, yeah. but they need to re- redo it in infinite uh, ways. So he tells them that Cassie is there, and his dad asks if he's falling for Cassie, and he says, oh, I'm in love with Cassie, and then admits that Cassie has not said that she is in love with him. But he hopes that she could be by the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I so, also felt like there was Saturday. like this amazing moment where he was like, I love her. And they were like, does she love you? And he was like, nope. Let's <laughs> meet her. <laughs> like, funny you should ask yeah, that. Yeah, like funny she you should She certainly ask. does not. <laughs> yeah, like. It did strike me like Colton is someone um, that falls very quickly and very hard for people. Like his parents seem to be like. He does say that later too. Oh, well. I guess yeah. that's true. His parents seem to be like, we've been here before. Like, but it's also like he's 26. It seems like he had one really rough breakup. With Allie That Raisman. is par for the course, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Like, Very true. Anyone, I mean, like everyone's like, oh, my God, this crazy thing happened to Colton where he's 26 and he's been dumped by one woman. And no parent should have to see their child. You're like, actually, all parents are going to see their child have their heart broken. Yeah, and it also feels like everyone has total amnesia about the existence of Tia and him having also dumped someone who loved him and he didn't love them back. Also, he literally just dumped Hannah and Tasha. Yeah. He should only get to do it to people. It should not happen to him. Yeah, it should not ever happen to him. (laughs) Um, So Cassie shows up jittery as hell. She is vibrating out of her skin. Yeah. I was worried about her. Um, she's so nervous that Colton, like, sits her down to calm down before she goes in. She's, like, crying. She's saying, I don't want to let your parents down. This isn't what they expected. I want to tell them. I, she says, I want to tell them things that they'll want to hear. She's like such a that she loves her. <laughs> I know. It's it's crazy to me that she hasn't said that she loves Colton because she's clearly such a pleaser. It's very difficult for her to not say the things that that make whoever she's talking to happy. Um, and 
she's also like, I don't think that Colton knows how hard it is to explain to someone's family that you're not there yet. And I was like, Cassie, you were there for hometowns when he just asked four women's dads for permission to propose. Yeah. So I think he kind of knows about that. Not that that's a, a virtue, but <laughs> no. he knows. Um, but honestly, after hearing his intro speech to his family, I felt bad for her having to walk in there. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely, I felt really bad for her. Um, and they did not, they were not super welcoming. So she walks in and sits down. Hug, they show her hugging. Every, so they, the editing is also built to make it seem as awkward as possible because they show her hugging every person in the circle where normally they would cut in and out a little bit with some music. Right. Um, no, it's like her like... going in a circle <laughs> hugging. Um, <clears throat> and then she sits down and starts talking with the whole family together. Um, it also struck me here that it just would have been, like, really nice of the producers to let them have, like, I don't know, just one other, like, conversation or date before they walked in. Because it was, like, his family kept being, like, so tell us about this. And they had to be, like, well, we haven't really talked about that yeah. yet. Like, His dad asked right away if they've had another date since they had yeah. that conversation. And they say no. They haven't defined their relationship. They don't know what they're doing. She knows that there's a commitment at the end. She didn't want to take that away from Colton because she knows that he wanted that. And she knows she's not living up to the expectations they have. And then they all just kind of, like, stare at her. And then Colton's mom is like, Colton, can we talk? Like, poor Cassie. Poor Cassie. I was glad, though, that she said, like, I tried to offer him an out. Like, I knew that he wanted this thing, and I I was honest with him that I— yeah. Wasn't there yet. And, like, then she was quite honest with the family. Like, I, I was glad she didn't just bend to what she knew they were expecting, given, again, as you pointed out, that she is a bit malleable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, she was very strong. Um, it's just so uncomfortable to yeah. watch, like, what, 15, 20 minutes of a woman tell the dude's family, like, I'm just not there yet. Which also, they've been dating for eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. So that seems fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, and, look, and they're people also like 23 to, and right? 26. It's totally okay to not get engaged after seven to eight weeks. Or also to not know if you're in love with someone. Yeah. Or, and, and often in relationships, one person reaches a point where they feel they can say that before another person. And you have to negotiate that. Like, this yeah. is not some a thing that, like— Never happens. No, I mean, I don't know if the disparity is usually that. It, it feels quite <laughs> as um, intense as it is here. It feels intense Feel, because of yeah. all that. Like, I feel like often what happens is maybe the guy in Colton's position or the person in Colton's position would be feeling things out. Right. By, right. by not by saying, I love you, but by saying, you know, I really like you. I, I like what, you so much. Or, I love being around you. And then like. Or like getting, I'm falling for you. Like I feel like that's yeah. what you say when you are actually well, in love with someone but not ready to like say it. Yeah. And there's been a lot of falling. I know, yeah. But what I'm saying is that there is like a, a feeling out period. And if he feels totally like she's not going to say it back yet, he doesn't say it. Like I feel like that's right. usually how couples try to align their thing so that you're not just tossing out like an oh by the way I love you what you don't love me could it happen in the next two weeks because otherwise <laughs> this isn't gonna work like you everyone wants to avoid that yes. ideally 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 but he was his hand was forced by the fact that she 
decided to leave so that he could fall in love with someone else. Um, so here we are. Um, and uh, so Cassie, uh, Colton's mom talks to Colton and basically says, I don't want you to get set up for heartbreak. I'm worried a little bit by what's happened with Cassie. And he's like, I think about Cassie first thing when I wake up and the last thing before I go to bed. You can just see his mom be like, oh, that's oh. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She seem ahead of her. She says, I hope it's reciprocated. I mean, also, I believe that Colton, I really do. Not everyone does. I believe that Colton loves Cassie. But the way he I talks about it reminds me of high schoolers sometimes. It's like, I missed him as soon as he dropped me <laughs> off at band practice. It's like, yes. okay, like that's not – Actually, what that that's like infatuation, maybe. Um, but I do believe that Colton. No, I me too. Him. I believe him. Um, I just like watching his parents hear him talk about it. They're sort of like, "Oh, buddy." I know. <laughs> you just sense them being like, "We want to support you, but also like, Ooh. yeah." Uh, Colton's dad sits down with Cassie and is like, "You must be very special to be here because when he loves, he really loves someone." And she says, "That makes me nervous." <laughs> I oh want him God. to be with someone who's insanely in love with him. And implication it being, is not it me. is not me. Not me. Uh, his dad is like, okay, then. <laughs> she says, you know, of course, I, I love him. I care about him. But I'm looking for clarity about whether this would work still. There's no reason it shouldn't work. I don't know. Just looking for clarity, basically. And uh, his dad is left very worried by this and that Colton doesn't have a backup plan, which <laughs> – who among us usually has a yeah, backup plan? Yeah. Uh, I backup guess his dad is, is like, I wish he still had Hannah G in his back pocket here, but he doesn't. I'm like, so. usually the backup plan is like, get back on Bumble. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but Colton deserves better than that. Yeah, I think he right. deserves a backup plan, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so then Colton's mom talks to Cassie, um, who says, you know, the pressure to make a decision was what caused her to leave the show. Um, and she says, you know, Colton and I are on different pages a little bit. He's a step ahead of me, and uh, I don't know why. Really reassuring everyone here. Colton's dad asks Colton if he's second-guessing his decision. He's like, no, all I know is when I'm around Cassie, I feel great. Yet again, something that Colton says about what love is that makes me question whether he knows what love is. However, it is nice to feel good around the person that you're dating, and I yeah. support that. Um, so... Uh, Colton, his dad asks if his reaction to Cassie leaving was about wanting what he can't have. Valid question. Valid question. Colton doesn't think so. He's very certain that it's not. He's yeah. so certain He's in so a way certain. that I feel like only a 26-year-old white boy can be yeah. about literally anything in life. I know. Life. I was like, I have never been so certain like, about any decision you know, like, I've made. I, like my outfit choice. Yeah, like, like what I, I had nothing. for breakfast today, yeah. I was less certain. I spent more time questioning at the fridge door than Colton did for most of this episode. Well, so this is interesting to me. I had like a, a guy friend who was, you know, mid-20s white guy at the time. And we were talking about dating. Uh, and he was like, you know, my girlfriend is so great. Like, she's beautiful, like, smart. I I think she's so wonderful. But I don't know if she's the one. And I was like, I don't even know what that feels like. Like, I feel like either I'm dating you because I'm absolutely sure that I want to marry you or we break up. Like, I don't know what it's like to not be sure about someone I'm dating. And he was like, it just feels like you're figuring it out still. And I was like, oh, I guess that I'm just, like, much more sure about these things. Or, like, I te- have a tendency to, like, lean into my positivity about stuff. 
Whereas I do feel like a lot of guys actually don't because they're like, there are a lot of good options out there. <laughs> yeah. He's no, like, no, that's be, actually, could be a different yeah. beautiful smart girl out there for me. <laughs> that's actually true. I feel like when I am dating someone... I'm just I'm so exhausted by dating that I'm like <laughs> this is definitely I better. I fucking hope that this is, this just works out. It's like <laughs> yeah, I I thought Colton's certainty was actually it actually kind of surprised me. I feel like we often see bachelors be a little bit more like should I go with the hot blonde or, or the, the slightly hot blonde? But that's the thing. Brunette. Maybe that's what I think. I don't think that Colton necess- or I don't think that Colton necessarily wanted Cassie because she was the one that like said no. But I think some of his certainty about how much he wants her, yes. is because which he right. said yesterday. Basically. Yeah, like he's like the moment I realized how much I needed to go after her and wanted to be with her. But was also when it's not away. about wanting what he couldn't have, but it is about how he felt when she walked <laughs> away from him. Two different things. I mean, maybe both valid. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't trust it. Yeah. I just found it really hard. I just, the whole, like every time he was like, I'm 100% certain I'm in love with this girl. And then she was like, I mean, I just want him to find someone who loves him. <laughs> yeah. Some, anyone, really. Yeah, anyone yeah, here anyone who's out there. I, I believed all of them. Yeah. I was like, everyone's kind of right here. Yeah. Like, relationships are complicated. Relationships are complicated. That's the thing. I don't distrust either of them. I just distrust that. Yes. Yeah. I distrust the future. Right. Of- and yet, that's dating. And often people break yeah. up. And yeah. I found it so funny that the way his parents seemed to be talking about things, it was like, well, if she had stayed till the end and then accepted a ring, they never could have broken up. He never could have had his yeah. heart broken. I'm like, most of no, these that's... couples end up breaking up. This is just a more honest discussion in front of the cameras. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no certainty if you... And look, even if you get married to someone, you that's could not still a guarantee that yeah. something won't happen and you will not... You will be heart... Like, you will never be heartbroken in the future. There yeah. are no guarantees. Yeah. I think that his parents are uh, just not... They don't seem like to know how to handle their son being, like, out in the world. But, like... What can you do? Like it's hard. It's hard to watch your kids suffer, but yes. it's just so weird. Like how they kept being like, "We don't know what to do when he's sad. <laughs> we don't know. Like, what do you do?" His dad cried. His dad cried. I uh, thought that was. Kind I, of, I mean, I, I know. I'm I a sucker love, for a dad yeah, cry. I'm like a dad cry. I love yeah. it. And and you could see that that's like Colton is actually quite comfortable with expressing his emotions and with crying. And I'm like, okay, he grew up in a household where, like, men cried, and that yeah. was okay. And I, yeah. I like that. I like that. No, I'm a total sucker for a dad cry. Yeah, it was mostly, it was a very nice conversation. Uh, and this is when Colton says that he makes his decisions hard and fast <laughs> and uh, about love. And Cassie needs to take things slow and uh, soft, I guess. <laughs> uh, Hopefully not too soft, but yeah. a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the, Colton says his dad was with him every day through the breakup. I think this is part of it. Like, when I went through a breakup, my family was, like, not there every day. I feel like if they were there every day, it would be very traumatic. Like, you yeah. want your family to be there, but, like, to watch someone you love so much suffer that much every day. Yeah, it's almost like give each other a little bit of space. Right. Um, it seemed like perhaps they were 
maybe he was living with family or Probably. just around or very yeah, close very to them at the time. And Blake said the same thing about his his mom. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I just I ha- I have never had that experience because all of my you know traumatic breakups after like when I was fifteen, I was not living in the same state as my right. family. Yeah. So they're sheltered a little bit from yeah. our pain when yeah, they're that yeah. far away. They just get snippets. <laughs> exactly. Um, who's to say what the right way is? It's just <laughs> different. Um, so Colton puts Cassie in a van and says goodbye. Uh, she holds his heart in her hands, he says. Uh, a lot oh of boy. pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Especially because she seems like she's holding it. And she's like, I don't know. Is there like a plate that yeah. I can set this down <laughs> on while I figure out whether I want it? <laughs> Yeah. Pack it on ice. It's like, oh, you're just leaving this with me. I thought yeah. maybe, okay. Oh, no, I just, like, maybe you should hold on to it and I'll come get I it later. I don't want to, like, lose it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from night two of the Bachelor finale and after the final rose. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that 
I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So now they get their fantasy date the next day, presumably. Um, they get in a car, they're driving through town, such a pretty town. Again. They're like, if you could play any (laughs) song right now, what would it be? Because that's what they have to do instead of playing music because of, uh, um, copyright, copyright, uh, I guess. You should have played Air Supply. (laughs) I should have. They have the rights to that song. Use it. Um, so, uh, they stop and get off at a cliff, uh. Cassie is being like, today is about figuring it out once and for all. What happened to taking it day by day? Got off that train real quick. Real quick. Day one, let's take it day by day. Day two, decide immediately. (laughs) Um, So Colton's like, there's a picnic for us, but it's down there. So the producers have decided to lean into that thing that there has been actual research on, where like when you put two people, yeah, in a really high adrenaline situation, you can fool them into thinking they love each They're other. They're basically Speed. giving Cassie's chemistry with Colton like electroshock therapy. Yeah, it's trying. like let's jolt Cassie into feeling some repel down this terrifying <laughs> cliff, and when you reach the bottom, love picnic yeah. and, and love <laughs> a love picnic or just a picnic for Cassie. Yeah. We're not sure yet. <laughs> um, so they rappel down. Which does look terrifying. It does. It looks like, like a very I've gone steep cliff. Rock climbing where someone else like has the rope and repels you down, right. but like repelling myself down does yeah. look a little bit terrifying. Yeah, I've been repelling as well, but like that was a, a very long was, way yeah. down. Long. It looked very steep. It I'm looked, also uh, such a wimp. Like every time that they like twisted a little bit, I was like, oh, I would definitely just accidentally lose my footing and just bash my body <laughs> into the rocks. And like that does that's not going to kill you. But I was like, oh, I get a scratch. I wouldn't like that. Um, But they make it down safely. To their picnic. Uh, Colton's like, this is terrifying. I'm in love with Cassie, but there is no safety net. That's definitely not a quote about repelling. Um, So he's like, I know we're taking it day by day, but... I need to know where she's at, and it needs to be in love with me very soon. So they sit down for their picnic, and he's like, what concerns do you have about dating me? And she's like, basically, just being in a relationship at all, because I dated someone in college, and he was, like, really controlling. Which was really sad, and also, obviously... Speaking about the person that she filmed two seasons of a reality (laughs) show with. And... And apparently the entire, like, 
storyline of the second season, I watched one episode, was this guy trying to convince her to take him back. Um, and so I can imagine how that would kind of fuck with you trusting yourself if someone is yeah. constantly trying to, like, er- erode your conviction that you don't want to be with them. Um mm-hmm. I can see her drawing parallels to this. 100% get that. But if your thing is, I'm not sure I'm ready to be in a relationship. Why did you maybe go on the bachelor? the bachelor is not the place <laughs> that, to go. I will admit that was my other thought. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder. Because, like, before she got into the controlling thing, she just said, like, it's not that I'm, like, scared about being in a relationship with you. It's that I'm just, like, scared about being in a serious relationship. And at that point, you're just like, you know what you're on, right? right. Also, like, also, it was a little funny when you consider that she was, like, so emphatic when Kerpa was like, maybe you're not ready to right. get married. Yeah. And she's like, no, but I am. Or am I? Actually, I'm not even ready to date when you think about it. I mean, it was interesting. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt on this because— Absolutely. Because that's—it sucks to be in a bad relationship that messes with you. And I'm like, maybe she applied a while ago. Maybe she felt like she just needed to move on. And then once—I think The Bachelor, you might not anticipate it, but I think it would really bring out a lot of those fears because the structure of it is so controlling and stifling. And it is held up as being sort of like— the equivalent of the relationship and then so you identify the relationship with Colton with The Bachelor which is this thing that's like telling you what you can and can't do and it's controlling your movements and like you're surrounded by cameras that are watching your every move I feel like it would bring out a lot of doubts about you know what you want right in general and she's like I just think of relationships as stifling and and a place where you can't be yourself anymore it also was genuinely interesting to hear her talk about this because we haven't heard that much from her on no. their dates yeah. about her relationship history about how she thinks about relationships and love which is kind of the only thing they're usually allowed to talk about I know, on that's the show. I realized watching this episode that I was like I know actually next to nothing about Cassie. Yeah. Yeah we know very little about her. We know that she went to Iola right? Was she one of the yes, girls? Yes. Yes. And she, we, surfs. <clears throat> she surfs. She surfs. And are, she surfs. And on she was on the reality, reality show. show. Right. Those are the things I know. She's close with her family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and isn't her sister like an Instagram star? Or her sister or like an is um, an actress who dates a much more famous actor. Oh, okay. So. I mean, yeah. I will admit, like the she's like a Hallmark movie. The pessimist actress. side of me is like, I think maybe Cassie signed up for The Bachelor to like get some more Instagram followers, and then maybe didn't plan on this happening. Oh, I, think I that's totally why I think every that's single happened. person yeah. signs yeah. up for the show because you and I. No, sometimes I, don't even I think, think there are girls who still sign up for love. Yeah, I think often they're but. like they're like, <laughs> like I, they're like I hope that you know maybe I'll like the person, but I think most of the people who sign up at this point are like this will be a weird experience. Mm-hmm. I'll get some more exposure. I'll probably only make it a few episodes. Like they don't know what it's going to be like. And also, if you're not stupid, you realize that the odds are very much right. not in your favor it's to like end up with someone. Signing up for Tinder, you probably won't meet. A, a great husband that way but you also won't get any new Instagram followers out of it so it's like you might as well <laughs> go on The Bachelor exactly. at, least at least you'll get one other perks. especially if you're white and especially if you're blonde um, so she uh, has now kind of like laid out a little bit more of what is actually holding her back and Colton like stares sadly at her for a while <laughs> and finally she's like 
stop? <laughs> what are you doing? And he's like, look, relationships are about compromise. I want you to have hobbies. <laughs> so generous. I know. Uh, and he's like, I'll have hobbies. Uh, I want you to, like, live your life. You can go on a girl's week and I'll go on a guy's week. So I guess they have to coordinate their <laughs> yeah. vacations. I don't know. Like, it was pretty much the right answer. Yeah. I just love that he led with, I want you to have hobbies. Like, that's the first thing that your controlling boyfriend will take away it's from like, you. like, stop taking that pottery class. Yeah, no, yeah. More no more knitting. Crafting. Yeah. When you're in this home, I don't want your fingers to touch those knitting needles. Yeah. You will look no at me. No more intramural soccer for you. I mean, I'm sure it gets to that, but... Uh, <laughs> um, so. But it was... I did appreciate that he wanted to reassure her that yeah. he wasn't looking for a relationship in which, you know, he had a say in every part of her life or that she didn't have any sort of independence. I mean, I also think... Like, it's hard to know chicken and egg here because yeah. we just met Cassie that um, if she's someone who is unsure how to set boundaries for herself, right. that it's very easy to become stifled by a relationship because you perhaps unintentionally mold yourself to what you think your partner wants and you make decisions based on putting your partner first. And even if they aren't necessarily enforcing that, you might end up in a relationship that's really stifling just because you started out trying to be the right person for them. Yeah. And also, like, at 23, I feel like a lot a lot of people have done that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially a lot of, like, women I know, including myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's very normal. And, like, it's possible that he was, that she had a boyfriend who was actively kind of controlling her and that that led to her becoming more doubtful of her, her own feelings. But it also could be partly the other way. Um, but either way, like, she clearly needs a relationship next where she is not really under pressure to, to meet certain expectations for behavior or <laughs> hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Colton is like, I want you to be yourself. So good day date, made some progress. Dinner date, uh, he toasts to Cassie. He looks so happy. He's like, what a great day. Um, and she basically is like, I feel like more myself going into tonight. I feel more confident because you taught me what a good relationship looks like. Hobbies. Yeah. I guess. Allowing and, uh, each other hobbies. <laughs> it's a start. Uh, and so she's like, I want to be all in if we do this. And he's like, great. What's this under my placemat? It's a fantasy suite card. And she says, yeah, let's do it. Um, and so they head to the fantasy suite. This was a scene, a oh, fantasy God. suite scene that I've never seen before. <laughs> they sort of get on the bed. They start making out. And then he's like, I've always been waiting for the right heart and the right person basically to lose my virginity. And I'm hopeful that person is Cassie. And then he like springs up, like grinning, heads out of the inner, inner room. Looks at all the camera people and producers and is like, I love you. I love you. I love all of you people. But there's a door. And I'm going to need you all to leave. I thought that was kind of cute. And then they all like are like laughing and heading out. And he and Cassie are like, bye. And then they close the door. And then they're like, our mics are still on. Okay, but here's the moment. As a person who's worn a lot of lav mics, I was like, why do you need someone to take that off you? Right. There's no place they can put a microphone on you where you shouldn't be able to take it off of yourself. It's up the butt. 
I guess they wanted no. the mics out of the room <laughs> away. No, yeah, but then you just take them off and hand them out. Yeah. And so we got a shot of like Colton like unbuttoning his shirt so someone else could wow. untape a microphone. We need no, to it's see true. It. Him I was like, I've seen, his shirt. I've seen enough people storm off of talk shows to know that yeah. you can yeah. take you just your rip own. it right off. I mean, that is a very fair point. I, it, I just like I was also I was watching with like several other actors and we were all like, you can take those off yourself. <laughs> but they're always on the show. They're always like. Producers taking their mics off for them, like they're maybe they don't like, they don't trust them with the yeah. expensive like equipment. Maybe they train them not to like they're like don't right. touch it, you could break it. I don't know. Or maybe they're like we need this to be out of the suite, or otherwise it might pick something up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You just take it off and then hand it hand to it them, out. <laughs> throw it at them. Yeah, I just was so weirded. I just was like, I, I think just because I like have a lot of experience in that area. Taking so many mics off myself. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm like Like the independent woman you are. Yeah, like the independent woman I am. When they came (laughs) out and they were like, "We need you to take these off of us," I was like, "What did they like super glue them to your body?" If you don't need a man to take your mic off, then you don't need to go on The Bachelor. That's for sure. And Colton does need a man to take his mic off. Uh, so they get their mics taken off, and then the sound guy's like, good luck, guys. Everyone is grinning in this really knowing way, including Colton and Cassie. Uh, I felt very weird about it. But I felt weirder about Chris Harrison's reaction to oh. all of this. Yeah, so then we have, like, a... Attention building interstitial panel between the closing of the door and the opening of the door in the morning. Chris is on stage with Ben Higgins, Jason, Chris Randone, Demi, Onyeka, and Sydney. Of course, all of all the people who need to weigh in on whether they fucked. The most important question, very consequential. Yeah. I would like to note that Demi says, I hope Colton jumps on Cassie like a Portuguese fence and everyone like laughs and applauds. And then Anyeka says, I hope he doesn't come up short. And it's like dead silence and everyone groans. And I was like, Those I'm uncomfortable with the disparity between the reaction yeah. to these yeah. jokes. Like, You're like, these are both also like fairly innocuous. Like fairly innocuous, like double entendres or like yeah. innuendos and like examine yourselves, people in the audience. Wow. Well, yeah. They, I mean... We need to ask that (laughs) for many reasons. Um, Also, this panel just felt so weird. Like, why are we still... We get it. He's a virgin. Maybe he won't be at some point. I don't... Who cares? I also... Especially, like, after, like, the... like emotional roller coaster right, that, that like was the, the last thing. like yeah. three episodes of the show had been on. By the time it got there, I was like, I really, truly, honestly don't care. Oh, I, yeah, I've, I like, do not care one iota. Like I didn't really ever care about him losing his virginity, but now but I especially now, <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. Apparently, some people on Twitter were upset that we don't find out for sure, which, well, like, we think... do find out for sure. Uh, I mean, it's like... <laughs> also, we're not entitled to details about Colton's I mean, Colton's that's sex what life. I'm saying. We're <laughs> I not agree. entitled. I will say, I do think, like, if you're gonna be that open about being a virgin, then refusing to talk about having sex makes it feel like there's something shameful about having sex. It just felt weird to me. It felt weird to me that, like... I feel like it's weird to, like, track the exact 
night. Oh, I didn't need to know an exact night. But that's what this whole thing was about. It was like, did did you have sex in the fantasy suite, Colton? Did you? Did you? What position were you in? Like, how many times did you do it? <laughs> did like, you do how that other time? <laughs> like, it just felt like this weird prurience that is filtered through this fake sort of uh, chaste veil of like we're not going to watch them have sex but we are going to like expect that they will give us details of it right we're gonna we're gonna get as close as we can on on national primetime television um i mean we basically know what happened but uh so morning after colton rinsing off in the shower i mean he how it had been a times? while. He's yeah. got a shower. The man loves a shower. It really had only been since the women tell all. Well, yeah. Aaron, <laughs> he needs to shower like several times a day. I mean, who among with us cameras doesn't? in the room? I want them to keep the cameras in the bathroom the rest of the time. Like Colton's <laughs> taking a piss. Yeah. Colton is popping his his zit. Um, so he's you know his voiceover he's, is saying you know last night with Cassie was incredible. He's a new man. Yep. We did what was best for our relationship and we grew as a couple. And a producer in his in the moment asked him to sort of elaborate and he says, A gentleman never kisses and tells, which I think we all know is a gentleman's way of saying, We did it. <laughs> yeah. Um otherwise I would just say no, but a gentleman says a gentleman never tells in order to let you all know that there's something to deny. Uh but then he does say I'm really happy you can use your imagination. Like, I would rather not. Colton just invited all of us to imagine. That's what I'm saying. Like, I actually, I just, like, would have rather if he had just said, yes, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I would have preferred that so much to being told to use my imagination. (sighs) I felt felt like I'd been implicated in a sex. (laughs) I was like, I'm part of this now. This is their kink. Um... I mean, I wish that he had just been like, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Like, this, Cassie and I have a relationship now, and, like, my virginity is, is not relevant. Not up for, you know, it's relevant to her now, and so I can't talk about it. Which is sort of what he, what said he says on later. after the final rose. And that's sort of what Ashley That's what I Ashley said. and, yeah. And, and I feel like that's just the right of Kevin did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I also, like— It's not Cassie's fault that he turned his virginity into a huge plot point. No, but I also don't think there's anything wrong about two adults, like, in a relationship, like, openly acknowledging that they have sex. I don't either, but Cassie clear, like, Cassie is from a really conservative religious community, and that she is being pressured and that Colton is being pressured to reveal that she had sex. I guess I did Basically on TV. Right. Right, because she said that even admitting that she had had premarital sex would make some people in her community judge her. I mean, she goes. I feel like I had missed that, so I was just yeah. like, "Why are we all being so coy about it now?" But she that went makes to like more sense. a really conservative Bible college. Okay. I mean, it's look if they if they were different people, like when Nick Bile talked about it, I was like pretty cool with it. I mean, I generally don't want to be invited to imagine people's <laughs> sex lives in too much detail, but like it's it's not shameful, but like I don't think that anyone should be pressured to have that kind of conversation. And it's weird that now she's involved in this because of Colton really leaning into that plot point this whole season, which was a choice. Um, I don't know. So (laughs) their vibe together that morning, what did you guys think about it, him and Cassie? 
They're kind of like having breakfast in bed. They seemed sweet. It was sweet. Like it, it, it was seemed, very subdued. It seemed calm. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't read it. I found it unreadable. Well, this is my problem with Cassie in general is that I can't read her in basically any situation. Yeah. Like I was like, I can't tell if she's withdrawn into herself because she feels deep sorrow or if she's just like, I'm so at peace and feel so intimate that I think I'm I was totally not paying relaxed. close enough attention, to be honest. I was like, I need a snack at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, he picks up, like, a garment of some sort and is like, you didn't wear this last night. Yeah, was sort of thing. a robe? There were a yeah, lot of like, very weird, like, zoom in on her heels. I'm like, yes, yeah, she took her shoes off to yeah. go to bed. That's just an international, like, stock image yeah. symbol for slut right yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so Chris is like, I think that answered some of our questions. Or did it? Oh, God. I... He's like, we're going to ask it again a few more times. Did they do it? We're still wondering. Continue to use your imagination. And I feel like everyone is like, please, no. Yeah, we're all like, stop. Please stop. We're d- can we move on? Uh, so... Colton and Cassie are out on the hot seat as a couple. That this this whole art confused me. It's like they have a sort of good conclusion to the show at the beginning, and then they're like, "But let's keep going." And so they keep going, and then I'm like, "So are they going to try to do Proposal Day again?" And then they no. don't. So then they no. just stop the morning of the fantasy suite. But they they definitely at some point in the season teased a scene right. where Colton had a ring box, an empty ring box, an yes. empty ring box, but and it looked like a. And it looked like a proposal setting, but it looked like finally they, like they filmed something, something they didn't use. Yeah. That they yeah. never ended up using. But now I'm mad about it because it means that I can't trust any tease ever because now well, I know that they will just make just it realizing this? No, I know that. But usually they just like edit yeah. it or present it wrong. This is the first time I remember seeing something yeah. where I'm like, they've you done that straight before. up put in something that was not in the I show. Did, yeah, they've they have done, done it done before. before. Have they? Yeah. I can't remember an exact example, but I know it's happened before. I think I may be paying attention more now because I know I'm going to have to talk to yeah. It's always one it. of those things when, like, it's always one of those things when, like, the next day we're like, oh, right, that thing never happened. Yeah. Because it is hard to keep track unless it's, like, the fence jump and they're I constantly mean, showing it. Then everyone Then we notice. remember. But there's often, like, just one little thing where you're like, wait, where was that from? It never happened. Um, but the proposal thing, that was kind of a big thing. That's a big thing. Yeah. That there was no proposal scene. Anyway, they're not engaged, but Chris asks how they're doing and... They're like super in love. I mean, she looks really smiley. She I looked like a different jumpsuit. I loved her haircut. When they out. She looked great. I just didn't think she looked like the same person. I thought she looked great. And I thought they both looked equally yeah. great, but I like almost didn't recognize her. Maybe I couldn't it's figure all the out smiling. why. She, she did seem I'm happier and smiling. more relaxed. I think also think she was wearing like she was wearing like more. It's not like she wore a lot of makeup on the show, but it was like more eye makeup. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't explain well, it. She walked out, and I was like, she, she has well, a very natural the, look normally. Yeah, it's also the difference like between made doing yeah. your own makeup and then when you're on the live after yeah. show, they do right, hair they and do makeup. Hair Whenever makeup. anyone does my my makeup for me, they turn my mouth into a different shape, and I don't <laughs> recognize myself. It's the weirdest thing. Um, they're like, I'm just gonna draw on a better mouth because this mouth sucks. <laughs> Uh, I have also had that happen. <laughs> but then you, like, accidentally wipe part of it off later, and you're like, oh, no, now I just have a weird clown mouth. <laughs> or you see a photo, and you're like, who is that? Yeah. yeah. 
I made them redo my wedding lipstick and made us late for the wedding because I was like, you drew a, a larger mouth on top of my <laughs> mouth. I'm like, no one's going to know who I am. Um, so uh, they're like, we're just enjoying dating. Like, but maybe we'll get engaged. We both are down, but like not right now. And Chris is like, but what's holding you back? Are you living together? You're not? What's holding you back? Are you planning to move in together in the next week? What's, what's holding, holding you back? <laughs> and they... I mean, I think they handled it pretty well. They were both like, nothing. We're just, we're in a good place. We're living our lives. And Colton has moved to a LA. Time together. Um, so they live near each other. They don't live together, but like they see each other often. They're in a relationship. Yeah, they're just is what we dating learned. like people. Cassie says she's in love with her best friend. I, I really hate the best friend trope. Listen, some of us don't have other best friends. We just have to make do, <laughs> make do with our boyfriends. Uh, yeah, so she's clearly giving the hard, like, sell that she's in love. She's like, you all just watched a whole bunch of stuff that made you think I could not be in love with Colton. But guess what? I'm in love with him. He's my best friend. I don't regret anything. I'm so happy. I'm the happiest girl that ever was lucky, <laughs> ever. Because of Colton. Because of I Colton. love him with my whole heart. Um because of you. So she, we see some footage of them, like, happy couple weekend style, you know, doing yoga together. And then we saw footage of them watching footage yep. of her talking to him, which was very meta. I can't get over the fact that she was like, I want Colton to see my journal so that he knows how early I felt strong feelings for him. So I'm going to tape a video of myself reading from the journal and then I'm going to play the video for him while we're sitting together I'm instead of just reading the journal while we're sitting, sitting together journal. being taped right like, there's so many layers just read the journal to him but also can we talk about the journal oh we can <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing I'm gonna be honest <laughs> when she said the sentence I finally found someone that makes me not want to be selfish anymore I lost my shit. <laughs> I, that's how I'm going to tell people I love them from now on. I should. I've been perfectly happy being selfish this whole time. Yeah. And that has changed now you because of you. You are the singular one person I have found that makes me not want to be selfish for you. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck all of my friends, yeah. my family yeah. members. No, you no. are, I am. Just but you. But you. You, you well, you are now my best friend, so I yeah. have no yeah. other friends. Um, her family probably I mean, was her best friend before, so they're gone. Yeah, I guess. and also there can only be one man in your life at a time. So her father is has moved on, right? right. So yeah, he's out roaming, you know, roaming no, the fields. They're still there. She's just selfish for them, right? But for Colton, she's willing to not be selfish. And she's like, I wrote that so early on. You wouldn't believe. And I just want you to know that I love you more than anything. Um, I am happy for them. Me too. They I, seem I also, genuinely it, more relaxed and happy than a lot of the couples who get engaged. That is true. Out true. On that stage. That is it also true. just made me think of how many journals there are out there in the world <laughs> from every season of The Bachelor filled with entries that are like, Mrs. Colton Underwood. I love Colton Underwood. Because what else do you like, have to write about? I mean, right. that's the thing. You're not allowed to, like, do or watch, like, right. anything else. I bet there's a lot of journaling going on. Yeah. Yes. And they're all journaling about, like, I don't know, sometimes I look at him and I feel like, I love you. And other times I'm like, oh, his hair is weird. You know, they're all just, like, analyzing their relationships in He's these like, journals. like, don't worry, I fixed the hair. It's very <laughs> it's worse now. now. It's darker. 
I fixed my hair. I made it bad. Yeah. It's like Liz Lemon in that episode of 30 Rock where she knows she's going to be on high def TV. And so oh, she yes. gets a million bad haircuts. <laughs> That's what happened to Colton. And I mean, I he's really him. out here on Instagram defending his hair choices. He's wrong. He's like, I love it. Well, Cassie's the only one who needs to be happy. Um, so <laughs> Colton uh, back on stage is like, with everything that happened, I didn't get a chance to give you this. It's her final rose. And then Chris is like, you're getting a seven-night stay at the resort in Thailand. And everyone's like, (laughs) a couple we don't personally know is going on vacation for free. (laughs) Good for them. Uh, And then Chris is like, back to the tough stuff. Like, here's your candy. And now. And now. Virginity. <laughs> and Colton's like, no, we're going to keep that to ourselves. And Chris says, I'll take that as a yes. Uh, okay. And I now, don't. air supply. I. <laughs> what? I was at this point, like, open mouth, like, laughing with oh, disbelief. I had been, I had yeah. been laughing was, since the, I was like, what? You make me not want to be selfish for happening? you. <laughs> like, what in God's name is going on? Why? I, Who? What? I also, like, had that brief moment when he was, like, air. I thought he was going to say Aerosmith. Which that would have been something. something. But then that was not what came. I mean, it was exciting to see Air Supply <laughs> and what they look like. <laughs> I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know what Air Supply no, was. No, I didn't either. I knew that it was some sort of musical group. Yeah, I... I just feel like they, like, didn't Seal perform at Jaden Tanner's wedding? I think maybe, oh. yeah. I'm like, this is who you got for an actual... No, I feel this way almost every season of The Bachelor, that there must be better musical guests out there. There must be better musicians who love The Bachelor. You would think. You would think. Yeah, but, but maybe they're season. not all that available, you know? You need someone who's, like, can take some time off from their Vegas residency just, like, on their down day and come out to L.A. Or you need someone who... Like, their tour dates aren't getting all booked up. I still just... I feel like it's the one place The Bachelor lets me down. (laughs) Everything else about it is perfect. The only place. I loved it. I was like, this is... This feels... This show feels like it was assembled at the last minute by them just grabbing (laughs) random index cards and scribbling music? Question mark? Because they were, like, um, sticking it into the itinerary. How do we... Oh, air time, air supply. <laughs> we we It literally it. supplied air time for them. Okay, so next, uh, the new Bachelorette announcement. And was anyone surprised to hear that it was Hannah B? No. I was. Emma had called it over text message with me last week, but I didn't... There were rumors her. going there around. There were rumors and also were just there? the women tell all performance. And... I had a brief moment where I was like, oh, per like Tasha and Hannah G both put in really good showings. So they could change it at the last minute, mm-hmm. but it just felt like they need to film in like three days. So they're gonna be Hannah B. Yeah, they so they went with the one who can't complete a sentence on television. I, they're like, it's too late to pick someone who would do a good job. Guys, I it, you're correct, <laughs> and yet I was kind of into it. I, 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 I felt like people wa- feel watching The Office. Like, is this funny or is this too painful? I, I like The Office. I was going to say, I, I went, 
I went for funny. I think the lead-in of air supply also helped with my general (laughs) feeling of, like, why not, guys? I was like, this is weird, and I kind of liked how aware she was that she was terrible at the whole thing. Terrible. It's just awful. I was like, (laughs) I... Oh, it made me think. It made me miss Rachel because Rachel I mean, also I got always the, miss Rachel. Rachel got yeah. the 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 five guys thrown at her too, and was like handled it in a way. I was like, she was relatable and she was funny. She just wasn't so awkward that I wanted to also, crawl into my own <laughs> mouth yeah, and also, swallow myself. Rachel I, yeah. actually got it thrown at her. That was the right. first time they had done right, it. Now it they was, do it every time. Like, like yeah, if she didn't expect that last night, that's on her. Right. Like. But she does seem to, like, have no idea, like, how to handle... So she... <laughs> we have to really roll out the Bachelorette announcement because, again, they're filling airtime. So he... Chris starts interviewing her, you know, how does it feel? And she's like, oh, man. You know... Uh, <laughs> I was yelling at my TV. I was like, speak. Speak. Learn to speak. Speak a sentence. She does this yeah. thing a lot where she sort of starts a sentence and then pauses just long <laughs> enough that the other person is like, I guess she's done and starts talking. And then she's like, oh, um, yeah. Uh. And then so it's like you've got to let that sentence go if you aren't going to finish it. You know, you can't constantly act like you're being interrupted when you're just not finishing your sentences. Something that I do. Um, and it's very hard to watch other people do it. Um, so he's like, in your wildest dreams, did you ever think this would happen? And she's like, oh, God, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you know, and then she's the like, wildest ones. well, in my wildest dreams, yes. Roll tight. Uh, <laughs> she says that so many times. We have to have a drinking game. Oh, God. For the next season. I, I think it my has to gonna be I do suspect dissolve. that the roll tide stuff is going to be in episode one and then. It's, I don't know, but it's on. like we her thought that go-to. about the virgin stuff too. Yeah, no, like, but okay, my like, friend literally, said this he last was night. like, "You're from Alabama, right?" And she was like, "Yes, roll tight." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, that is extremely grating. I do think the virginity thing is a little bit different. It has more of a no- storyline. Yeah, it has yeah. more yeah. more heft to it. But the problem that I'm foreseeing is that she doesn't know how to speak. <laughs> and roll tide is a crutch for her. Yeah, it's what that she goes fair. to. So I think it's, it's gonna the pop most up. complete sentence that she gets out sixty percent of the time. I it's, think it's okay. a command. Like I it's have, a complete sentence. Yeah. And we're all very proud. There, there is a lot of editing in this show, and they can reshoot things. So I think it's going to be a much more unfortunate situation for the crew than it is going to be for viewers. I just am going to say we have seen leads in the past who weren't that good at it and it does show up in the show. Like oh, I well it's show yes. I think yes, we're yes, going to yes. notice. No, I think we'll notice that she's not great at it, but I'm saying it won't because be also, a lot as of it, unbelievably painful. A lot of it yeah, you I'm can't just, reshoot like the date the actual interaction yeah. on the dates that stuff doesn't get reshot. All I'm saying is that we should have a collective national drinking game around the first roll time. I support uh, it. I, no, I just have to say that it it also is a term funny to me because it's like the Crimson Tide and that's like their football team but also is that not what like your aunt called is. a period yeah, yeah. so the every time she says Crimson Wave yeah. my so like, favorite line from Clueless every time she says Roll Tide in my brain I'm also like <laughs> the Crimson Tide that's <laughs> <laughs> what we all say when we're really hoping we're not pregnant yeah. Roll Tide <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we actually see the phone call of Chris telling her she is the Bachelorette and in multiple angles. I was it goes on for so outside long. the phone. I was Ugh. like, I guess they must have been there, what shooting an intro package, which they do with multiple people. Like, mm. who was filming her? 
filming. Right. There was a lot of like seeing well, people on video that were in being the videoed. running. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure they just like, they showed there up to like, like doing he's an intro like, package. Thing. He's like, we've been talking about the Bachelorette. Are you serious about it? And she's like, I I want <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, yeah I want it. And he's like, can you do it? And she's like, I yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I know I can. <laughs> and he's like, should we do it? And she just, like, starts crying so hard. She, like, can barely talk. She's like, are you asking me? And he's like, I'm telling me. And she's like, ah! <laughs> she is a pageant girl. She knows how to cry. Oh, man. She's cry. It just keeps going on. Um, that's the sort of thing they've never usually show us. And I, I kind of wish they wouldn't. Like, it feels weird to see the moment that the person gets really excited that they're about to, like, become famous. Like, it's, it's like, yes, like, I get to, like, go on TV and, like, get a lot more Instagram no, followers. I felt like they were trying to show us more because they're trying to convince us this is a good idea. And it yeah. didn't work. Yeah, like, that felt to me like them being like, let's show a superhuman moment with her so that you'll all be really endeared to her. I do find her kind of endearing. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's what just, it is. Like, I know The Bachelor is very white. But this choice really feels okay. like they're yes. leaning into yeah. their whiteness. I will whiteness. qualify that with saying that that is actually one of my greatest concerns. After the speaking. And also <laughs> she's 23. And she's she's 24. 24 um, now. But, Sorry. Okay, she's, she's first, a grown-up. They're it, all grown-ups. They were all 20. All the people that seemed to be in the running were 23 or 24, which yeah. was unfortunate. They could have gone with Tasha. I know. That would have been a better choice. Okay. I never thought that they were seriously considering her, Um, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Because I think she's fantastic. But I don't think they were. I do think we'll see her and Hannah G on Paradise. Um, And so I wasn't, like, super excited about any of the potential picks. And I also am very concerned that the show will feel even whiter. And we, you know, we had made little baby steps moving away from that in the casting and I'm concerned that we took like so many it yeah, feels that, like we took so many right steps. Like, I'm, I'm like, concerned that this white, will take this a lot this feels like of... it will be the whitest she gave mm. a rose to the white boy who rapped I know yeah, that I, I know difficult. it was a real red flag difficult to watch um I mean, but given it, that all of the choices were very white and very except young except for the black but man like, but like they're <laughs> no 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 the but the there, there oh, were yes. choices no, who yeah. weren't white. Like, it's not like Taysha couldn't have been in the True. running. Well, Taysha, so, like, I mean, that's there's also, like, revealing Kirpa, in itself. Sydney. Right. There were other like, people who could have been I would have been, been on board running. with Kerpa. I would have, yeah. I'm just saying that, it, I like, or of Taysha. all of the choices that were out there, I don't think anybody looked at the season and was like, there is one outstanding choice that everyone agrees on. But there were a yeah. lot of options. And they did seem to go with, like, what was the whitest of them. And I feel, I feel like, a little bit like concerned I don't know it feels like they broke a lot of their own usual rules of like we're gonna pick someone who's like old enough and ready enough to like definitely be ready to get engaged right away and like who is convincing in that someone who's like a good presenter and they broke it why for I don't understand I just don't understand yeah I don't quite get it and I I do think that the as the Bachelor continues down this road towards just basically being a launching pad for influencers. I don't think that's going to help it diversify because, as we have discussed, like, 
women of color don't get as many followers out going on the show. And they're not as likely to get picked as the lead, even if they wind up, you know. In the top three. And so, like, what incentives are there for them to even want to come on? Like, I don't, I wouldn't fault anyone for not even wanting to, you know, you couldn't pay me to go on the show if I were a woman of color. I mean, you couldn't couldn't pay me to go on the show. Even as a white woman. Even as a white woman. But, like, but but especially. So we're all cougars. So, yeah. (laughs) No one's paying me to go on the show. No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And this is. A, an issue that is going to continue to, you know, follow this show around. It's built into the structure. And we saw with Rachel's season that they had to actually put in effort right. to create a more diverse cast, to cast a black woman as the lead. And it seems like they sort of feel like, oh, we checked that box. Yeah. And now we never have to think we about, never about it, to again. Think about it again. again. And that's all, like, incredibly, incredibly disappointing. Yeah. And, uh, and yet I'm still endeared to Hannah a little bit. And I don't know. I yeah, can't I think of my mind yet. I don't either. I think I, think I, think I, I might just be... identify with her behavior too much. <laughs> and it's like it's like self-loathing to, to loathe watching <laughs> Hannah. Like every behavior that I think I would have if you turn me into The Bachelorette, Hannah exhibits. Like not knowing how to respond, like getting really caught up in the meta weirdness of it and like giggling about it. And then being like, oh, you're all watching me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then being like, maybe I can play that off as cute. And instead, everyone was like, oh, my God, just please hand out the rose. Like, it's it's painful because I'm like, I just want to be like, get it together, girl, <laughs> like I do to myself. Um, and she does. She meets five, her first five guys, couple boxy suits. Boxy yeah. suits are coming back, I guess. I was not, not into good. it. Not good. I definitely was like, did you get those from like a 1920s gangster store? <laughs> a zoot suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. And so first we have Luke. Yeah. He just says like a bunch of bachelor cliches. I can't wait to go on this adventure with her. And she's like, uh, 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 same. Uh, you're really good with words, which he isn't. Uh, <laughs> but better than her. Better than so her. I can her. see where the compliment came from. Uh, Next comes Dustin. He's wearing like a maroon suit, which I like. I liked that, too. He has champagne. champagne. A nice touch. Is he the one that said, this is the start of a beautiful beginning? <laughs> I think he Because that also made me laugh for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you mash together a bunch of Bachelor sentiments. Yeah, he was like, this is to a, to the start of a beautiful beginning. Yes, I do think that his toast. toast was purposely bad because it included the words blah, blah, blah. I think it was supposed to be a joke bad toast. Ooh. Yes, I think so too. Uh and but it was confusing. It was you were like, was confusing. that a joke? I don't I, know. I feel like blah, blah, blah kind of gives the game away. <laughs> no, I'm I think it, it was gives... a well-delivered yeah. joke. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what right. I mean. It was, in it didn't fact, land. I think it was a joke, but it didn't land. Uh, next comes the white guy doing the terrible rap. Was I, that... think, I think that's Cam. Cam. Uh, and he says some, so the rap includes something about how this is the only time an Aggie is going to say Roll Tide. And then he blows a handful of rose petals at her. We should have known that he would get the rose. Right oh, we did. Everyone yeah. I was watching with was like, "Well, when he said roll tide, that, that yeah. was it. That's all. It takes. No, that's all it takes." Um, but seriously, you know, some white people just love novelty raps. <laughs> that's There's the no getting it's around. Terrible. It would have been Make like it, stop. it would have been the whitest thing I'd seen all season if I hadn't seen Hannah G's <laughs> rap. Right. Um, Connor so. is next. He seems to be age appropriate. He he's, he is uh, he's. Quite cute. He's 24. He's the same age as Hannah. But we're not used to seeing someone the same age as Hannah. I know. I was like, is he 12? He looks so youthful. Um, (laughs) But I I thought he was a little adorable. Everyone should uh, consider that 
you know, the highest satisfaction rate for marriage is with someone exactly the same age as you are, down to the day, if possible. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. And, I got to start. <laughs> Oops. <Weed. Yeah. laughs> I mean, I'm screwed. So he got, he got her a bedazzled stool. He's very tall to, like, step on so that they can see eye to eye. I thought it was sort of cute. I did. I also uh, yeah. just like weirdly something about like the image of him then just like carrying that bedazzled stool off the stage <laughs> with him just really amused me. Yeah, I, I will carry this stool. I was everywhere. there for it. Uh, and next, another Luke comes out. Luke S. Who, who knows what the I other initial straight is? Straight up for half a second thought was Nick Vial. He really looks like he looks a poor like a man's sort of Nick squashed Vial. Nick yeah. Vial. Yeah, I feel yeah. like especially like from a distance, like the long yeah. shot, I literally out loud went, no. Nick would and never then wear a, it was a boxy, not him. Nick would not boxy wear powder no, blue no. window pane suit. No, no, I quickly realized it wasn't. But there was yeah. like five seconds where I was like, is he back again? <laughs> he was like, only for you, Hannah B. <laughs> yeah. um, so Luke says, I know you're from Alabama, and I don't go down south often, but for you, I'd go down anytime. Okay, did anyone else notice that he seemed to have somewhat of a southern accent, which made this dirty joke feel a little weirder? I'm like, are you from the south? Also, did anyone else notice that that joke implies I don't usually pleasure women? Yes. (laughs) Not not a point in his favor. I am not usually into pleasuring women. I'm the special one. But I'll make an exception. Maybe. I'm like, also, I would like you to have had some experience with going down on a woman before you tried on me. I don't need to be your first. Like, it was a terrible innuendo joke, but then also when you thought about it, you were like, that's a terrible thing to admit. Yeah. I mean, he's probably assuming that just him doing it at all is a gift. Right. You know, well, it's not, yeah. you know, we can't expect experience or like talent in that <laughs> era. It's, it's he's area. just really magnanimous. He's like, yeah. I will For head you. down there yeah. as a favor. And those yeah. are the five. <laughs> Papa Chris is concerned by that last joke, but. Unfortunately, Luke's because I here. think Chris put two and two together that that means he doesn't usually <laughs> pleasure women. I know Chris is like young man. Let me yeah, tell you yeah, something about me. life. Uh, so, and then she makes a joke that should give out a rose right now. And Chris is like, "We got ten more minutes. Let's <laughs> do it." Yeah. What was their plan for the last ten minutes? If that that didn't I don't work know. out. Um, so she. <laughs> More air supply, maybe? She also eats up about two full minutes of airtime, winding herself up to giving out this rose. This was so painful. No, I was literally, like, in a room of people out loud going, just say a name. Just say any name. She literally says, like, y'all are really cool, but I'm going to give it to someone who... And then trails off for so long that finally Chris is like, so why don't you just... And she's like, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And it's like, oh, you just started that sentence and had no idea how to end it. I feel like this next season, like, there is a possibility that a full half of the episode will just be her trying to get names out at a rose ceremony. (laughs) They can cut all of that out, thankfully. They couldn't do it last night. They also have a director for that that, like, cues them and tells them which name to say. No, this would be hard. But they've dealt with a lot of people. I don't know if they've ever dealt with someone who eats up time like Hannah. To be incredible. She's so nervous that she giggles for like 30 seconds mm-hmm. before she begins. She makes um, one good joke. Which she makes is, a couple good jokes. This is the hardest decision I've made all season, which I thought was cute. And she says, I can't wait to see all the ones who don't get a rose back at the mansion and try harder this yeah, time. I like yeah, that, that too. was good. So, like, if we can just get her rolling That's like the that. Thing. Right. I would have appreciated those jokes more if it hadn't been a minute and a half of humming and hawing before they came. Yeah. That's the thing. We see when she's relaxed that she does have a personality and she can be, like, weird and funny. 
So hopefully she'll warm up. She was a pageant girl. So you feel like there must be like a poise and presentability in there somewhere. This is why Kaylin did much better in the pageants than she did. Yeah, she wasn't like the first runner up or anything. Yeah, but she still made it to like the national, right? She still won her state. True. Yeah. She still won Alabama. And you know there have to be a lot of blonde pageant girls in Alabama. Those viral clips of women who get up there and are asked a a question during a pageant and cannot get a sentence out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so she finally gives the rose. She's like, I'm not sure when to pick up the rose. Ha ha. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't laugh. No one laugh. And finally is like, Cam, I really liked how you pumped up the jams. And then she starts putting on his lapel rose. Finally gets it on. And then he's like, yes, I'll accept this rose. And she's like, oh, my God, I forgot to ask. I have to do it all again. So she starts over, asks him about the rose, and then puts it back on. I really don't know how they would have filled out this episode without No, I don't know what this. their plan was. Maybe they just had, like, met her and was like, I think if we introduce her to five guys, we're going to have 20 minutes of material. <laughs> Uh, so they finally, it's over. They pan out over the crowd. Hannah's waving. She says, I'm waving. And then Chris leans in to say something to her. And she's like, oh, yes, I'm talking. And then she says something else. And she's like, oh, it's still rolling. <laughs> Roll Tide? Is the tide still rolling? Everything is still rolling. Crimson Tide. And uh, we're just rolling right on out of this season. Uh, we can't wait to see how this all goes down. Genuine question. So Cam, who got a rose, does he now, is he safe on the first night yes. of the yes. season? He yes. shows up with a rose. I what, I can't wait for him to show up and to be like, I have a rose already. Rose. Get wasted and like jump in a pool. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like psyched to see how this is going to affect his mindset going into night one. I'm certainly he'll be overconfident I and I cannot wait. So... He's going to be the guy who's like, I have a target on my back. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, like, so deeply curious to see what this season will be. I feel like for the first time in a long time, I'm I'm actually genuinely, like, I don't know. Because I also do feel like Hannah B., like, came close to losing her shit a couple of times this season of wow, The Bachelor. You know, you know what's happened? I'm so well-trained by Colton season that I thought you were going to say losing her <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what else does a person lose? Wow, we need this next month and a half off so you can, like, untrain yeah, your so brain. We can all like, just forget face, the word yeah. virginity and yeah. virgin for just, like, a month. They just need to never hear those <laughs> words again. No, it's true. She's gonna... She's, <coughs> she's someone who clearly reacts to pressure sometimes by really spiraling out. Yeah, and I'm a little bit worried about, like, we've seen the hardest of, strongest of people kind of, like, get brought down to an emotional place by being the bachelor or bachelorette, and I'm a little bit worried that, like, Hannah Beast is going to... Her be- baseline yeah. is just... Yeah, I'm I just, like, a Hannah little... Beast comes out. I want to see her so kicking too. some guys Me out. too. But I also just, like, I just... I don't know. I just don't know what it's going to be. This could go so many ways. And the thing is, like, some emotional instability can be a good thing for the show, or it can be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, what brand of weirdness and awkwardness and emotional instability are we going to get? And yeah. who can say? I wonder if who they were just, say? like, Colton was a little, like, wobbly and he ended up doing this amazing dramatic thing for the show. Let's lean into that, see what unpredictable thing. They're just will getting happen. bored. I mean, we all need change, you know, on some level to keep keep our interest up and And they're like we could go in the direction of more diversity and mature people. No, or... no definitely no. not. No, no one really <laughs> wants maturity. Um 
I can't wait to see what happens, but we will have to wait until May. I'm I'm thinking yes. usually is when usually the Bachelorette uh, is back in May, and uh, hopefully we'll be here to check in during the off season with one or two bonus episodes at at our producer Nick's discretion. <laughs> um, Nick is like, thank God we're done. <laughs> but it's been such a joy recapping this season. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this finale. Thank you so much for having me to come talk back about anytime. this. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> You'll have to come back for Hannah Beast. I will. I'm <laughs> excited slash terrified. <laughs> All right. So this wasn't, I would say, a flawless episode, but we are going to skip Feminism Fails today because there was so much else to talk about. All in all, it was pretty refreshing to see Colton and Cassie and their uh, their relationship arc by having a nice, pretty equal conversation about what they want to do and and then move forward with that. And I think that's actually sort of refreshing, and I hope we see more of it in the future. So let's end with like a nice little like kudos for that. Yeah. I hope they are very, very happy. And I like that Colton was the one who did the moving. So there's that. I mean, when you live in L.A., guys will move to be near you. <laughs> and that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests this week, Aaron Dark, and to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of any of our bonus episodes. And of course, when we're back for... Hannah Beast's recaps. And also, give us a five-star rating and review. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back in May. And who knows, maybe sometime before then. Keep an eye out. Roll tide. that it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your crave Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.